1: Kingstay You
2: I'm your host, Greg Tishner, the bishop, and my co-host is Lioness. How are you doing today? I'm good, Bishop. I'm
3: good. Oh, I'm so excited for today.
2: Glory to God. We have a special guest today, Pastor Dietrich Haddon. How are you doing today, man?
4: Blessings, Bishop. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for having me, man. Good to talk to you. I'm doing well. Glory to God. That was a great song, man. Bishop, I'm so glad you love the song, man. Tell me about the message of the song. I believe God gave it to me to speak to people so they can make it through this pandemic. You know, for some reason, people are not taking it seriously. And I said, maybe they'll hear it in the song, the message in the song. Wow. I said, you know, what if I had the opportunity to talk to everybody, whether you're Democrat or Republican, Black or white, rich or uh, believer or unbeliever, atheist, whoever, everybody, because, you know, this pandemic, this COVID-19 does not have respect to person. If I had the opportunity to speak to everybody, I would tell everybody, we're living in a sick world, and we can't stand to lose nobody else. Within a short span of time, we've lost so many great people. My goodness, when you think about it, we've lost so many great people, and I personally don't want to lose anybody else. I lost my aunt, I lost one of my eldest brothers, lost one of the members of my church, and I don't want to lose anybody else.
2: Wow, that was heartfelt, man. When it comes to social justice, uh, Brianna Taylor, uh, COVID-19. Tell us uh, how you use your platform
4: to help. You know, I, I believe we must be present as uh, people of God. The church must be present because the church is the foundation of the community. You know, they depend on spiritual leaders. They depend on uh, gospel singers, people who proclaim the gospel we have the responsibility to kick back against injustice. And that's what we do every day in spiritual warfare. We fight against evil. And now that evil is showing its head in racial, systemic racism, uh, police brutality, uh, hatred in our nation, and we have a responsibility to kick back against it. Come on. He said when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard in us. And I believe the standard is raising up in us, to make sure we bring balance and don't allow the evil to consume our land. Glory to God. The Bible says we are the salt of the earth. That is our responsibility to, to, to be preserved, to be a preserver, or to fight against the evil that's trying to corrupt our land. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to do my part. <laughs>
2: Glory to God. I think we all have a part uh, playing this as men and women of God. Business has been shut down. Uh, how have we been able to move around? you know, as
4: far as traveling and and, and touring? Well, Bishop, I believe in listening to science and listening to God. I believe God put scientists here to help us, you know, in the natural Mm -hmm. realm. And I believe God will do his part in the spirit. And so I believe Mm -hmm. that if we uh, do what the Word of God tells us, first of all, to put on the whole armor of God, that we may Mm -hmm. be able to withstand against the wiles of the devil. Also, Mm -hmm. if we pay attention to the laws of the land and wear a mask and wash your hands and keep your distance and stay at home, I Mm -hmm. believe you will make it through this pandemic. If we follow God, be covered by the blood of Jesus, and follow the rules, we will be okay. The problem is we have too many people bucking up against God bucking up against the system and doing whatever they want to do and not taking this thing seriously. And now we see we've reached beyond four hundred thousand people that we've lost in this pandemic and they're projecting it's gonna be more. And so uh I believe in following, following the rules and following God.
2: Glory to God. We're gonna take a break and listen to open door season. When we come back, we're gonna talk about what Pastor Dietrich had doing in the near future. Yeah.
3: Door season, it is open door season. Oh my goodness, uh, Dietrich, that song really showed me a lot as far as what God is doing in this in this season. Even though the the uh, song was created a year ago, it still keeps resonating. But I want to go back to Sick World, and the reason why I want to go back to Sick World is because one thing about your ministry, Dietrich, you've been able to reach the younger generation and. I've got, yeah. you know, young men that create beats, they rap and everything else. And let me tell you, they are fans of Zaytoven.
4: Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's big. That's big. Zaytoven is like a brother of mine. Mm-hmm. Zaytoven is like my brother. Uh, Zaytoven mm-hmm. grew up listening to gospel music. Before he was known as a big uh, secular mainstream producer, he's been he's been in the church all of his life. His mother raised him on my music, introduced him uh, to my music, and he's been listening to it ever since. To this day, they told him it's faithful at his church as a musician, the musician, uh, the MD at his church, musical director at his church. But on Mondays, you know, he produced music. Mondays through Friday, he produced music for all these mainstream artists. But on Sunday, he finds himself right there in the house of God. And I really believe that's why God has blessed him, because he won't allow his gift to take him away from his calling. And I think that's a very key to success in the kingdom. You can't allow your gift. Don't get swept away in your gift because that's bringing you money. Always be mindful of what God wants to do with your life and with your gift.
3: I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, um, for Zaytoven, one of the the things that my son said was that he is the only one that has come through um, secular and he doesn't drink and he doesn't smoke. That's a big deal in that in, in that culture. And so to see the two, to see what you've been able to do with gospel, you know, for the youth, Christian hip hop, and then to see that collide with Beethoven, uh, that's a huge, huge
4: deal. Let me give your sons a true story about that. What they're saying is absolutely correct. I've been able to work with toven in the studio and write songs for people like Usher, Mary J. Blige, uh, we've been in the studio working together. And there have been moments, and when you're in a space like that, you don't, even though you are a believer, you, uh, you don't want to mess up those artists' creativity, right? So different rappers, you know, they, they smoke weed to, I guess, to open up their creativity. I don't know what it is. So I remember a session, me and was sitting there, vibing to the music or whatever, and all of a sudden, uh, some people were in the back, you know, we don't know what they're doing behind us, but then we smelled some weed or whatever. Then a young lady came up to me, and uh, tapped me on the shoulder and asked me if I wanted to take a puff of the weed. I said, "Oh no!" I said, "No, I'm, no, I'm okay." <laughs> then I looked at him and "You will you?" What? He said, "No, we don't. Do, we don't do that. Y'all go ahead and enjoy yourselves while we produce the music for you and get up out of here." You know, so that that's a right, true right. story, true story.
3: So is that kind of the same thing as being in the world but not of the world? You know, I think we think as Christians that we can't cohabitate (laughs) if you will with those in a secular realm but i'm seeing it a lot as you know tasha cobb's partnering with Nicki minaj you know we're seeing that a lot and i think that's key to bringing these youth to christ
4: well i believe light serves its purpose in the midst of darkness you can't be afraid of darkness trying and and be a light if you're going to be a light you got to go where the darkness is and when you're the light you're not to be consumed by the darkness you're not supposed to do what they do you're supposed to have a standard and when they think about the standard, when they go home at night and go to bed, they'll think about, okay, there was two young men. there sitting there that didn't need to puff, didn't need to drink, but they were just as creative. They were, they were great. It was a great spirit around them. And when they think about what they should do, they're going to think about us. Uh, I can do that. If they can do that in that environment, I can do it. And so that's how, that's how ministry is done right there without you even speaking a word. Sometimes people will never uh, read a Bible, but they'll remember who they encountered uh, in their life, and they're going to remember me as they told them the many times. They're going to remember it, and I believe we've done our job.
2: So, what has inspired you to get into the gospel music ministry?
4: Well, Bishop, I preached my first sermon when I was ten years old. The Lord spoke to me and told me that I was to preach the gospel and sing the gospel. I ran to my mother's room when I was ten, immediately after I heard the audible voice of God, and told her exactly what I heard. Before I knew it, my mother had me up preaching the next week to a whole packed church full of young people. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> she had me up my wow. and, and so I've been doing that since I was 10. I became the minister of music of our church when I was 13. I was responsible for about 100 voices. And because I was gifted at an early age to, you know, um, sing the parts and teach parts. Uh, and so that's where I kind of grew. I grew in the church, mm-hmm. developed my gift. I would teach the choir my original songs and that's how I knew how to, you know, write songs and knew which songs would work and which songs wouldn't. You know, when I was younger I would I would tend to lean to more of the contemporary sound and the mothers would come tap me on my shoulder and say, Baby, you need to play some James Cleveland. Do you be, be still? And you know, and I learned okay, you gotta you gotta balance it out. You know, gotta have a traditional and then you have to have your contemporary. I learned a whole lot just being in church
2: there's different styles, but your style is versatile. I love it. Uh, What do you have coming up in the near future? Any virtual concerts? Yeah.
3: I mean, one thing we know about too, is that you are always creating. God is always downloading. So what's up next?
4: You know, we just, we're fresh off of the 2021 inaugural gospel celebration. We were able to sing open door season and sick world at the presidential inaugural gospel celebration, which was really huge for us. Uh, now we're just getting ready to do a series of virtual concerts uh, that we're gonna do. So yes, you're gonna be uh, able to see a whole lot of that. I have this brand new song sick world out on my new label, black on black entertainment. Our goal is to empower gospel artists and teach them how to own their own masters and make a million dollars in gospel. We're going to teach them how to really be successful in gospel music. You know, uh, God has blessed me and it's my responsibility to pay it forward. So Mm -hmm. we're doing that. And then I have a film coming out called blessed and cursed 2, coming out late Mm -hmm. summer, early uh, fall. I'm excited, really excited about that. That's going to be really big for me. Um, And uh, a few uh, major performances on major television shows, you know, so, I'm just out there doing what God has called me to do. Uh, people are going to get their fair. They're going to see me out there. They're going to see Dietrich Haddon out there. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been a
2: blessing to have you on the Grown Folk Gospel Radio
3: Absolutely. show. Absolutely. D. Hattie was on the Grown Folk Gospel Radio show.
4: Introduce your song, Sick World. Hey, family. It's your friend and brother, Dietrich Haddon. Thank you so much for listening. Listen, I have an exclusive right here with the Bishop of my brand new song Sick World Turn Your Radio Up Let's hear it right now Exclusive right here Sick World by Dietrich Haddon Glory to God We're
1: living in Your people know you still care. Send your love now to clear.
0: This is the Mountain Moving Healthy Living segment with Natural Solutions. Let's talk about migraine headaches. Ooh, no one likes a headache, but migraine headaches are worse. Migraine headaches can be caused by eating certain foods with chemicals that your body disagrees with. Also, migraines can be caused by eating gluten. That's anything made with wheat, barley, rye, and oats. That's right, you can get migraines from eating gluten. But the main cause of migraine headaches, it is basically a blood sugar deficiency. If you suffer from migraines, you have a lack of the 90 nutrients and an extra deficiency of chromium and vanadium. Now, wait a minute. You cannot run out to the little neighborhood vitamin store and just get chromium and vanadium and think that it's going to work. No, you need the other cofactors. You need all 90 nutrients and then you need extra chromium and vanadium. But when you do that, your body will begin to repair itself of the damage and your migraines, guess what, will go away. So just give us a call at area code 317 if you don't have a headache, give us a call at 317-709-8045. That's 317-709-8045. And also you can visit us on our website at stopsickness.info. That's www.stopsickness.info. And if you contact us, you could even text us if you like. Uh, We'll send you out the information that you need all the way around. And so if you would like, you know, just a little information, we'll send you that. If you really want to understand, we'll send you that. But when you do, make sure that you call the uh, radio program and give them a testimonial when all of this turns your situation and your condition around. And let us know when you call or when you text that you heard about us on this radio program.
1: I'll be standing And then I'll dig a little more You feel it in your soul Until you feel it's gonna go